Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new series. My name is Quinn Sergis, and it's a privilege and pleasure to be here with you as always. You know, this series is called The Chess Moves, as you would have seen in the intro. You know, those of you who have been following Game Changers from its inception would know that our earlier episodes had a segment called Chess Moves. Chess Moves was really targeted at taking external content and learning lessons from it. And this is what Chess Moves the series would be. So we're taking external content, content in the news, content in daily life, and reacting to it and taking the lessons from it. Right? I want to say, firstly, what this thing isn't before going into today's episode. This is not a political show. Now, there might be some times where politics and our topics cross, right? There might be times where political issues come up in the conversation, but this is not a political show, right? It's not either left or right, or if you're from St. Lucia, it's not red or yellow. It is just to learn the lessons or glean the lessons from everyday situations, all right? We will tackle business topics. We will tackle social issues. And we'll also tackle issues of relevance for young people. Because Game Changers is catered to young people. All right? So this is what Chess Moves is. Today's episode starts off with a bang. Right? So we're going to be tackling three interesting stories interesting topics that have risen in the news over the past few months. All right? First and foremost, we will tackle ESPN layoffs. We'll get into the details of that in just a bit. Next, Titan Shipwreck. And finally, Messi to Miami. All right? So let's get straight into it. ESPN layoffs. Now, those of you who have been following the news and following social media as well will know that ESPN's parent company, Disney, recently laid off 20 on-air personalities. In other words, these are people who are on camera every day. You know, your go-to sports commentators analysts, 20 of them, 20 household names, I must add, were laid off recently. In fact, according to a recent statement released by ESPN, it says that 20 on-air personalities, inclusive of Max Kellerman, Keyshawn Johnson, and several others, were cut by Disney. The article goes on to say that the cuts to Disney's global workforce are part of a multi-billion dollar cost-cutting initiative aimed at streamlining the company's operations. 
the company reported operating profit grew 56% to $12.1 billion in 2022. So even if they had an increase in profits, they still found themselves having to cut workers. Now, in my research and in my studying of said topic, I stumbled upon a video from a well-known face in the sports media and sports entertainment field. His name is Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. had a pretty interesting take on the matter. Has a clip right now. It's a numbers game. It's about revenue and ratings. Revenue being paramount at Disney. Why? COVID-19, ladies and gentlemen. The pandemic. Don't you remember the parks being closed? You don't know how much money is generated from the parks? In Anaheim? In Florida? In France? In Shanghai? Tokyo? COVID-19, the coronavirus pandemic, was not just in the United States of America. It was worldwide. You have any idea how much money was lost? How about the movies? Now you go to the movies. You take your girl or your wife. If you're married with children, you take them. If you're not married but you got children, you take them. If you want to go see it twice, you got to pay twice. Not just for entry to the movies, but for the popcorn and the soda and the candy and everything like that. But streaming, you get to order it once and watch it as many times as you want to without having to go to the theater. Why do you think Disney said we've lost $5.5 billion? So we see Stephen A. citing COVID-19 or the restrictions of COVID-19 rather as a possible reason for the cuts. We know that during the pandemic, there were some turbulent times, right? And he's citing the pandemic or the loss of revenue for, or as a possible reason for the cuts. Now, outside of Stephen A., some people are saying that the cuts could also have been or could have also stemmed from Disney going woke, quote unquote woke. I believe, I guess, it's aligned with, I guess, issues of, of transgender, the LGBT movement, and other things in that vein. So some people believe, you know, that's why they lost the revenue. But ultimately, I see two lessons which can be learned from said situation. The first lesson I see is that when you're a business, regardless of how big or how small you are, when certain stances or certain decisions are taken, Prepare for the backlash. Across the sports media and, well, social media as well, we are seeing people citing, you know, why certain people 
will let go rather than others. And when you take difficult decisions, make difficult choices, there will be ramifications, right? So that's the first chess move from said situation. I have another chess move. And I think this one targets game changers in particular. I see it being very important to have multiple sources of income for yourself. You know, even a company as big as ESPN found itself struggling due to a pandemic. And because of that, had to cut so many workers. Now, the good thing about it is that many of these people have other things on the side. If you look at a man like Jalen Rose, who was also a victim of the cut, um, you would know that he actually has multiple businesses on the side. People like Mark Skellerman also has multiple businesses on the side. So they'll be okay. But can you imagine a similar situation happening in your life? Will you be okay? Will you be able to handle said situation? If people who are that talented, who are that blessed, find themselves suffering due to cuts made by an employer, how much or how less can we cater for said situations in our own life? Would you be able to survive if today or tomorrow we are hit with another pandemic or another global disaster like that? And your employer has to make cuts. Would you be able to survive? Ask yourself these questions. And more than likely, if you just have one source of income, it would probably mean that you should develop an additional one, right? I'm by no means saying that you should quit your day job or you should just abandon what you're doing now. Multiple sources of income will go a far way in preventing sudden disaster, right? So these are the chess moves for said situation. Be prepared. All right, so we're moving on to our second big item. Titan shipwreck, or Titan submersible, I should say. Now, if you don't know anything about the Titan, then I think you might have been living on or under some sort of rock. All across social media, you know, there have been memes. There have been, you know, so many things poking fun at what was really a terrible disaster. If you don't know what happened, I'll just fill you in. So there were a couple of people who decided to take an adventure, right, to visit the remains of the Titanic. And in order to do so, they went on a 
submersible, right? The technical people are not calling it a submarine. They call it a submersible. And things didn't go well. In fact, they were stuck at the bottom and got lost at sea. And social media was having, you know, a field day. Because they were saying, like, why would somebody want to risk their lives like that to visit the wreckage of the Titanic? But even further, in my research of said situation, I came across a pretty interesting article. The BBC posted sometime recently that the CEO of the organization, it's called Ocean Gate. That's the organization who owns the Titan, was made aware of possible issues to the vessel before the disaster happened. In fact, it says here that he was told that I think you are potentially placing yourself and your clients in a dangerous dynamic via an email. And the CEO's reaction to these claims was not what you you would think it should be. This is what he said. We have heard the baseless cries of you are going to kill someone way too often. I take this as a serious personal insult. Right? So dismissing the safety concerns before the Titan was, I guess, sunk. Or, or couldn't come up. And we see here a callous approach to people's lives. You know, we we know based on reports that these people paid at least quarter of a million dollars to go on such a trip. You would think that a company who is charging so much money would have taken a a stronger stance, or being more safe than better due diligence. But they didn't. And it cost the lives of at least five people. The chess move here is simple. Heed warnings before it's too late. You know, oftentimes in our lives, we ignore the professionals. Right? These days on social media, it seems like everybody is a professional. Everybody knows what to think or everybody knows how to think. But there are actual professionals out there who are there for our safety, who are there to guide us. And too often, we ignore their advice. The chess move here is simple. Do your due diligence and heed warnings. It could save your life. And it could save the lives of so many people 
who are in your care, who are there along with you, especially if you're a business person in a field where serious damage or even loss of life can occur, do your due diligence. All right. Our final story is Messi to Miami. Now, as of July 16th, that was yesterday, I'm recording this on the 17th, Lionel Messi is officially an Inter-Miami player. Now, when a player of such caliber moves in the in the sports world, for those of you who follow sports, it has global appeal, global demand, and it draws the eyes of the world. But what my eye was drawn to particularly is the unique deal that he signed. You know, part of Messi's moving to the United States was that it was a good business decision for him. In fact, I found an article on ESPN.com and it says the following. ESPN confirmed that part of the ongoing discussion is a cut of revenue from subscribers to Apple TV's MLS Season Pass streaming service. So part of the deal, or at least part of the discussion, is that Messi will get a percentage of Apple TV's streaming service. The the subscription service on Apple TV was launched earlier this year, and Apple and the MLS kicked off their 2.5 billion decade-long rights partnership. So part of Messi's going to the MLS, like I said, was a business decision because he was able to sign a creative deal which allowed him to partner with the streaming service, the very streaming service that carries the MLS games. Another part of the deal, Messi will be getting percentage of Adidas's share in the MLS. As far as I know, Adidas is the main kit sponsor for the MLS. And with Messi's new deal, he'll be getting a percentage of all jersey sales in the MLS. Those of you who follow football will know that Messi is a Adidas athlete. This deal is very unique. As far as I'm concerned, as far as I know, few players, if not no player, in sports history has signed a deal like that. But this tells me that, you know, it is only a deal that special players can sign or special people can sign. And this brings up one of my chess moves. And that is know your worth. If you know your value or you know what you're bringing to the table, then you can have certain demands or certain requests. But if you're not 
sure of your value or you're not sure of your worth, then you cannot make said demand. Messi was able to make such demands because of the caliber of player he is and what he's bringing to the table. If you bring good things to the table, you can be creative and, you know, get the best for yourself. Speaking of being creative, this is my second chess move for this story. Be creative when creating deals. You know, you must create something that I can see value in and that you can see value in. If it's creative and there's mutual interest, then both parties will feel that they have something to look forward to, that that they have something to play for, right, in the deal. These are today's chess moves. So let's do a recap. Chess move number one. Prepare yourself for ramifications when you take business decisions. Chess move number two. Create multiple sources of income for yourself. Chess move number three. Heed the warnings before it's too late. Do your due diligence. Chess move number four. Know your worth. When you have value to bring to the table, you can make certain demands. And finally, chess move number five. Be creative when creating deals. I hope you guys learned something from episode one. Feel free to give me feedback. Tell me if you got value. Like and subscribe. Leave comments in there. Let's continue the discussion as we, together, continue to make moves. I'll see you next time. 